And welcome everyone to the Christmas edition of Good News. Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful new year and a, a happy new year to the to the stations, to our network. Uh, may it continue to grow and prosper through 2024. This is our Christmas program. This is a, a going to be a very special program. Uh, about two years ago, we gathered parishioners from some of our parishes here in Bloomington Normal, and we did a little uh, radio play, as you were, using the Nativity Gospels to talk about the, the history of the manger scene. So the public manger scene is now 800 years old this year. It was uh, first started by St. Francis of Assisi, and it's a, it's a wonderful story. It's a fascinating story that this little prayer practice from 800 years ago survives today and is not only just out in the public arena, but is in almost every uh, Christian, certainly Catholic home uh, throughout the world in, in all different sorts of ways, in all different types of scenes. And, uh, and it's a fascinating story, and we hope you'll enjoy it. So I wish you all on, uh, a Merry Christmas on behalf of the entire staff at Catholic Spirit Radio, on behalf of all my brother deacons. We hope that uh, your Christmas is one of great joy. Uh, we hope that you will please pray for us for uh, peace throughout the world, especially a just peace in the Middle East. Pray for forgiveness for our own sins and for the sins of, of our friends and neighbors, uh, and, and pray for healing in this world that needs Christ's love so badly. And with that, I'll leave you with a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. May God bless you, protect you from all evil, and bring you to everlasting life. And now for our story on the history of the manger. It's Christmas time, and people of all faiths are celebrating a season of joy and goodwill towards others. We see homes and yards and city streets 
decorated in festive lights on evergreen trees and symbols of Christmas, like Santa Claus with his sleigh, elves and reindeer too. We see snowmen and wreaths and gifts adorned with ribbons and bows. But for most Christians, the meaning of Christmas goes much deeper. It is our celebration of the incarnation of our Lord and Savior Jesus, who humbles himself to come to earth as a defenseless newborn baby, a king born in the middle of the night in a stable rather than a palace, worshipped first by shepherds praising the Lamb of God. The scene is captured in our memories in one of the most common Christmas scenes found in Christian homes, the nativity scene. It was St. Francis of Assisi who is credited with staging the first nativity scene in 1223. The only historical account we have of Francis's nativity scene comes from The Life of St. Francis of Assisi by St. Bonaventure, a Franciscan monk who was born five years before Francis's death. According to Bonaventure's biography, St. Francis was upset at how materialistic the celebration of Christmas had become and asked permission from Pope Honorius III to set up a manger with hay and two live animals, an ox and an ass, in a cave in the Italian village of Grecio. St. Francis then invited the villagers to come gaze upon the scene while he preached about the Babe of Bethlehem. The first known nativity scene figurines are on display at one of Rome's oldest churches, the Basilica of St. Mary Major. The underground chapel of the Nativity in the Basilica once contained at least six marble nativity statues sculpted by Arnolfo di Cambio in the late 13th century. The figurines were commissioned in 1292 by Pope Nicholas IV, the first Franciscan pope. Today we find this representation of the approximately three years in the life of the Holy Family compressed into a single scene, but as we soon hear, Scripture details the events in the Nativity as happening at different times, as well as in different places. But through the inspiration of St. Francis and the skill of artists, we are able to enjoy in both our minds and our hearts the fullness of God's incarnation in the world-famous and beloved Nativity scene. The incarnation of Christ and the events surrounding his birth are first found in the words of the prophets of the Old Testament, who lived hundreds of years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, least among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, the Lord will give them up until the time when she who is to give birth has born. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the children of Israel. Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 2. Jesus' birth by a virgin mother can be found in the words of the prophet Isaiah. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask for a sign from the Lord, your God. Let it be deep as Sheol, or high as the sky. But Ahaz answered, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. Then he said, Listen, house of David, is it not enough that you weary human beings? Must you also weary my God? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The young woman, pregnant and about to bear a son, shall name him Emmanuel. Isaiah chapter 7, verses 10 to 14. 
The prophet Jeremiah warns of the slaughter of the innocents more than 600 years before it happens. Thus says the Lord, in Ramah is heard the sound of sobbing, bitter weeping. Rachel mourns for her children. She refuses to be consoled for her children. They are no more. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 15. And Jesus' glory in the coming of the Magi to pay him homage is foretold through the prophet Isaiah. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. Though darkness covers the earth and thick clouds the people, upon you the Lord will dawn and over you his glory will be seen. Nations shall walk by your light kings by the radiance of your dawning. Raise your eyes and look about. They all gather and come to you, your sons from afar, your daughters in the arms of their nurses. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall throb and overflow. For the riches of the sea shall be poured out before you. The wealth of nations shall come to you. Caravans of camels shall cover you. Dromedaries of Midian and Ephah, all from Sheba, shall come bearing gold and frankincense and heralding the praises of the Lord. Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 to 5. And so when God had determined that the time for our salvation was at hand, a woman named Mary, chosen from her creation out of all women and out of all of time, to be the mother of Jesus the Messiah. And the story of the Nativity begins. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month of her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. What am I to do? I have every right within the law to end this marriage and even to have her scorned and stoned. And yet... I do not want to expose her to public disgrace, so I will just divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, 
Joseph, son of David. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Things would now be difficult in Nazareth for Mary and Joseph, and so it was decided that she should visit her elderly relative Elizabeth, who was also unexpectedly with child, and assist her. And so Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to the town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his handmaid's lowliness. Behold, from now on will all ages call me blessed. The Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is from age to age. To those who fear him, he has shown might with his arm, dispersed the arrogant of mind and heart. He has thrown down the rulers from their thrones, but lifted up the lowly. The hungry he has filled with good things, the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped Israel his servant, remembering his mercy, according to his promise to our fathers, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. Luke chapter 1 verses 36 through 56. During Mary's final days of her pregnancy, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Canarius was governor of Syria, so all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph too went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in that region, living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold... I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you who is Messiah and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory, Glory to, to God, God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go then 
to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. Once Mary was able to travel, they returned to their home in Galilee. Then when eight days were completed, Jesus was taken to the synagogue for his circumcision. He was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Forty days after Mary had given birth, when the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord. Mary and Joseph offered the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Messiah of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regards to him, he took him in his arms and blessed God, saying, Thou, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee. Luke chapter 2, verses 1-39 through 39. Sometime after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising, and have come to do him homage. But when King Herod heard us, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assemble all of the chief priests and the scribes of the people. I wish to know where this Messiah is to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, law of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretively, and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. And so he sent them to Bethlehem, and said, Go, and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. 
After their audience with the king, they set out, and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. When they had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. So Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized he had been deceived by the Magi, he became furious. I've been betrayed. Order my soldiers to murder all of the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity, two years old and under. There will be no king in Israel but Herod. Then was fulfilled what had been said through Jeremiah the prophet. A voice was heard in Ramah, sobbing and loud lamentation. Rachel weeping for her children, and she would not be consoled, since they were no more. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. Joseph rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. When he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go back there. And because he had been warned in a dream, he departed for the region of Galilee. He went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 23. All these scriptures live within this simple scene of the nativity. All of the hope of this world lies in a manger, a newborn lamb destined for sacrifice for the forgiveness of our sins and for the joy of the world to come. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Luke chapter 2, verses 40. Thank you for listening. May the peace of Christ be with you and yours this Christmas season. And on behalf of our cast and all the volunteers here at Catholic Spirit Radio, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year!